It was a really extraordinary uh, childhood. It's uh, a lot of people, as I've gone through life, have said, you know, how un that's very unusual. It's a radically different type of upbringing. But just to, to describe uh, in a few couple of brief examples, I, I was fortunate to grow up in the Malibu colony, which um, traditionally has always been associated with uh, world-famous um, movie stars and, and rock stars and influencers. And so um, I have been around those kind of people most of my life. Yeah. And um, as, as it relates to alcoholism, I think it's really important to share. Um, when I was, by the time I was 16, I was drinking every day, you know. And um, I was an aspiring uh, rock star. I, was, I played the drums. And my buddy, Brian Goff, he was an aspiring, he played the guitar, we were in a band together. Yeah. And his father created a TV show called Charlie's Angels. And um, he found out when we were 16 that Led Zeppelin was staying at the Sunset Hyatt. And so he gave us the keys to his car and said, why don't you go down there and try to meet him? So we, we drove down there and, you know, long story short, we not only met the road managers, but they invited us up into the ninth floor to meet all the members of the band, and then they invited us to the forum to help them set up. You know, I got to set up John Bonham's drums at the forum, and they let me thrash out, you know, in the empty <laughs> forum, and then they let me sit on the light tower, like six feet away from Jimmy Page, yeah. while they played in front of 20,000 people. And this is Led Zeppelin, you know, at the peak of their success and yeah. it was it was like uh, 20 million watts of energy coming through sitting on the stage watching Led Zeppelin you know at, at ground zero like that and because of that connection I went to England and uh, was introduced to George Harrison of the Beatles and he invited me to stay at his house at the Mayfair district in London and then at his castle at Hanley-on-Thames and then at his place in the Bahamas, and then he let me sit in on his recording sessions at A&M Records in Los Angeles. And this is, you know, when you're a 16, 17-year-old kid, and you're, you're, you're in the influence of these huge global, you know, power people, it just, it's just has an amazing impact, you know? And I was wondering why I was so fortunate to have that connection. But the reason why I'm sharing this experience is because I sat down with John Bonham, I hung out at the bar with him, you know, he was a great guy, and all of a sudden, he's gone at 32 years old from alcohol. And, um, and we used to go next door uh, on Broad Beach to Keith Moon's house, and um, same thing. You know, he died from alcohol and drugs, and, this, and this, the music industry, and we all know, is fraught with alcoholism and, you know, and that kind of stuff. But it really had an impact on me. And um, so by the time I was in my late teens and early 20s, I, my alcohol uh, abuse was really extreme. But the strange thing is, is that because I was so healthy, I was so athletic and so physical, I could endure like a huge amount of alcohol, and I didn't know why I was drinking so much. But um, when my father passed away, it suddenly woke me up like there just has to be a deeper meaning to life. I can't be here just to have a family and a career and then just leave. And so I felt this 
deep thirst inside of me. I wanted to know if God is real, and I wanted to know if I could experience God directly. 